Yeah. It's about that time. <laughs> Who doesn't like that time? We are here in the Gentleman's Dojo. Back again. To my left, from Detroit, Michigan. Gary Cannon. To my right, oh, you from finally Pittsburgh. Got it right. You finally got it right. Why? Do I always get it wrong? It took like 19 episodes. Well, yeah, you finally did it. To my right, from Parts Unknown. No, keep going. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Via Chicago. Right. Steve Byrne. Thank you, Gary. Thank you, what bud. A, what well, a thrill we just it is got to done. be here. We just got done. We wrapped up a bunch of great shows at the Irvine Improv. It's a lot yeah. of fun. Had not, that was my first time doing that room. Great. Gorgeous new space. Umami burger every oh, night, I think. Every night. So, I tore that open. Cheesy Tots. Yeah, you tore it open. You also, you owe the, uh, <laughs> the, you owe the toilet in the green room bathroom a, a, a set of roses. It was pretty bad. For what you did, you should apologize. And then we had those two kids that came out, uh, Brandon and Kyle. Yeah. Who big comedy fans, so they came out most of the nights. So yeah. that was fun. Yeah. Thanksgiving week. I, I know that you have some plans this week. Going to San Jose Improv, yeah. working with Gareth Reynolds, and then, uh, you know, what? Uh, New Year's, I got Pittsburgh. I got some cities coming up. St. Louis. Yeah. Minnesota. Pittsburgh and New Houston. Year's. Yeah. And then, of course, the we're taping the hour in Chicago at Lincoln Hall, Saturday, February 6th, 7 and, t- 7 and 10 o'clock. Get tickets. There's a few left. <laughs> there are actually a few left. So Is this true? Yeah, I swear to God, yeah. yeah. We're doing the two tapings. Uh, so it'll be for Netflix. Come out, support. Gary will be there. Yeah. I'll be there, obviously, and hope you guys can check it out. Un- until then, Champion is on Netflix. Yeah. But let's get to the real deal of what's going on here today. Why are we here today, Gary? Well, what, listen, w- listen. I know that after we are done filming, uh, after we're done taping this podcast, you're off to pick up your in-laws at the airport. They're coming in for Thanksgiving this weekend. Yes. And I already picked up my mom from the airport on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I left the Irvine Improv early right. Saturday to go pick up my mom. Always looking for an excuse to leave. Yeah. She 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 flew in from Detroit and uh she was begging badly to be part of this show. She wanted to be part of our show. <laughs> so she is here right now. Say hi. Hi, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) You really got into that microphone there. Yeah. Yeah, just trust it. It's okay. It's not going anywhere. And she's holding the... She's holding the earbuds you know to her ear like? right now. Do you ever see the uh, the Brady Bunch episode with Davy Jones where he was singing in the booth and he was holding like, girl, look what, he was holding the, the earbuds. You remember that? Wow, that's an old reference. It's uh- <laughs> a very old reference. Aaron's laughing. He remembers that one. Yeah. Do you remember that one, Aaron? Yeah. He's like, look. Okay. Anyway. Well, welcome to the Gentleman's Dojo. Thank you so much for being here. I want to tell you guys, this is a privilege and a pleasure <laughs> to be on this show sure. with Steve yep. and Gary, yep. and the show is the, oh my God, I forgot the name of the show. The Gentleman's Here Dojo. There we go. <laughs> yep, you're Gary's mom. <laughs> now She's you been s- on a podcast whirlwind the last couple of weeks, so this is like her, her 25th podcast in like two weeks, so. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, she just got done, she was over at Nerdist, and then, you know, this is her Big stop. So she yeah, appreciates Pete Holmes, here. Rogan, all Mark of those. Marin, all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Now she's here. She's a big fan. Um, I like how she mentioned me first, though. Oh, she it's did. A yeah, to yeah. be here with Steve and Gary. Um, now you said something very interesting to me before we started. We were talking about kids. I have a two-month-old boy and obviously a daughter, and we were talking about children. And you said there was a nine-year age gap between Gary and uh, your next child. 
and you said when that when the second when when the older child went off to school, you're thinking, yeah, Yahoo, I got the house to myself. And then what did you tell me? I got pregnant. And and, and how did that, you feel about that? I didn't feel good at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did. You did. You did during it, but when, not <laughs> no. When, when the last child. Right. I have four. When the last child started school all day, mm -hmm. and the bus came, I did the happy dance on the street. I was so, oh my God, I have my life back. And then it hit me. Maybe a couple months later, I found out I was pregnant. Oof. And a family member said to me, God's going to punish you because you don't want this baby. No, no, I do bad timing. I wanted a little bit of time for myself. Right. They take up all your time. You know, Steve. Yeah. And uh, But I made it through, and believe it or not, Gary was my constant companion. <laughs> Wherever I went, he went. If I stopped <laughs> to grab a bite to eat, he had to eat. All over the place I took him. Yeah. And that's why now, and my other kids tell me I'm wrong, I refer to him as my baby. Edit. Because. Edit. <laughs> because he is edit my this. baby. Yeah. Uh, edit. That's right. He is your edit baby. By forty. He's your little baby. <laughs> he is. He's mama's boy, right? Spoiled rotten. He's a little mama's boy, right? Yes. Steve, yes. this Wednesday yeah. run the Gareth episode. Now, <laughs> now, can I ask you? Did he? Did he like wearing your clothing when he was younger? Did he like putting on high heels and dresses and try the makeup on? I never caught him doing that. So right. Just in his sure. older years, in yeah. his twenties, he I went through a phase. Sure. Right. We call it a phase. Right. Now you ended up you you so it was a it was a blessing in disguise, young Gary. It was. Yeah. It was. Yeah. Oh, she can make fun all, all she wants, but this is the meal ticket. The baby's the meal ticket. Please. This is paying for her house. When's the, when's the last time he borrowed money from you? And and tell me the truth. Borrowed money. Yeah. yeah. Years ago. Gary, don't no no don't don't coax her. I'm asking a real. Shut up, Gary. I, I I'm asking a real question. I I don't remember him ever borrowing money. Oh God. No, that that's heartbreaking. I think only lived in San Francisco. Oh, oh, Here oh. we go. Yeah, yeah. When you moved to San Francisco, he moved in with my other son who was already living there, uh, and they were both kind of on the edge. Yeah. And uh, so they would call. They take turns calling me, and saying, <laughs> uh, "Mom, we need money. How much?" You know, it wasn't like 200, 300. Right. Uh, we need a couple thousand. Jesus, Gary. Oh, <laughs> really? Okay. We, we felt bad, so we yeah. sent it to them. Then the other one, the other son would call, and right. he would give us the same story. And my husband would say, what did you do with the other money we sent you? Oh, it's gone. How much do you need? Well, 3,000 would, would really <laughs> help us out. <laughs> And that's how it went the majority of the time because neither one of them, I don't think, were working. Yeah, but we had a little trick. We, you, I think, when you borrow money, the trick is to ask for a lot, and then the the shock kicks in, and then then you deflate that number. You say, "Hey, can I borrow five grand?" Somebody's like, five grand." They're like, "Just kidding. I just need a thousand. You know what I mean? Like that. That's the <laughs> that's way. That's what you'd shock your. That you, you play it that Gary. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the way it works. Oh. Yeah, it's just better now, that way. Now, what do you think of Gary's, uh, of his Donkey Kong machine in his, <laughs> in his apartment? Do you think it's time to let that go? You know what? I think it's time, Steve, because when I go there, 
I have no place to put my luggage, to hang up my coat. It's just yeah. the thing, just it's the whole room. It's yeah. the whole room. When he leaves the house and he's like, look, I got to go to Conan and do warm up. Here's a few quarters. Entertain yourself. <laughs> he never gives me any quarters. He never gives you any quarters. I have to have my own thing. She'll yeah. ask. She'll be like, hey, you want to go to the Getty? You want to go to Universal Studios? But yeah, no, no, not. We're, we're, we put the Donkey Kong game machine in. Now, what's your, what is your, what has Gary done as a comic thus far where you, it made you really proud. Exactly. <laughs> she's literally laughing right now. She's she's laughing right now. Has I, Gary done anything that's ever made you proud? As, as a um, well, let, let me say this. We'll edit the dead time out here. <laughs> she literally started laughing. I know. She didn't know what to say. No, really. The first performance he did in front of a live audience yes. was in Vegas. Okay. And it was on Thanksgiving. Oh. And so we flew down in some. And it's like uh, 11 years ago. I was very proud of him then. And I want you to know I'm I'm very proud of my son now. Yes, he's, we all are. He's a, he's a good guy. I love him. Love him to tears. I'm lying right now, by the way. <laughs> um. <laughs> Oh, and, and by the way, Steve, yes. uh, right after we leave here, we're going to Warner Brothers Studio. You want to come with us? We can get you a pass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Gary put you up to that. Did Gary make you say that, obviously? You know what? It was... No, no. L let Jesus. Me, let, me, let me explain. Yeah. I know how you guys go back and forth. Now, I had to come here with some kind of material. Material. Yeah, and I said to Gary, "Don't give me any baloney." Right, and I came up with a, a couple good ones. You got myself. some zingers, and that was a good yeah. zinger. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, now you're setting it up, so now now we know it's coming. Yeah. Well, you All know, right. so he said, "Well, say this and say that." I said, "No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that." I said, "I'm going to just." Fly it on my own. I just hope Steve is gentle with me because I know how he interrogates. <laughs> I'm going to be afraid. I'm going to, I don't like to hurt anybody's feelings or say something that's going to make either one. Well, what happened with Gary? Yeah. Because he I have no does not mind. I have no filter. Gary, and you probably know best of all mm -hmm. because he works with you a lot. Gary is always on stage. Yes. He never, <laughs> never comes down. Even when he comes to visit, he gets on a riff. And he doesn't know when to stop. So I have to give him the stop sign and say, Gary, comedian, go away. <laughs> Gary's son, stay. And that's the only Gary, way. comedian, go away. Gary's son, take out the garbage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I literally, now, I just ran into a guy who I hadn't seen in like eight, nine years who started comedy with me a long time ago. And he's like, hey, we were just talking about you when uh, I did the Ontario Improv with you and you hosted like this showcase. And he's like, I remember after every comic you got up on stage, you're like, hey, better luck next time. And that was like 10 years ago. He's like, you were such a dick back then. I was like, <laughs> oh, we haven't worked together recently. <laughs> so, so he's always been this way. Uh, he's always been a smartass, yeah, funny. He started when he was about four or five. Um, and times were bad then for us as a family. We had right. four kids. I wasn't working. My husband was working only. So uh, we never really bought what we would say is Kleenex, you know, the tissue. Right. So he had a cold, you know, and he's jerking at me. And he said, I have to, uh, you know, my nose is running. So I took his hand. I took him to the bathroom, ripped off a piece of toilet paper, said, here. 
and he looked at me just as straight-faced as he could be. He said, I want you to blow my nose, not wipe my ass. <laughs> you said that? I, well, I he did. Oh, I my goodness. Yeah. I didn't know whether I should laugh or discipline him or yeah. smack him, but it, I, I had to laugh. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. That was now, the first sign. Yeah. And, and what was it like when he was like around 16, 17, quiet. running out of all the Kleenex? He was quiet. Gary was quiet kid, not like my other ones, really. Right. He kind of kept himself. He had some uh, no really, friends. No, no, no friends. No, he had. We s- did. Steve and I did talk about that fight that I had with Jerome Kowalski. That one time where he came to the house and I said we were eating dinner and then we met out in the field, and then he fell on his stomach and I just started kind of jabbing him with the sucker punches. I tell you what, the friends Gary did make, he still has those friends. He's still right. in contact with them. Uh, they come to see his shows. So, but you know what's funny? I don't know if you you had this in high school, but we had we would get a, a letter grade for the class, and then we'd also get a citizenship grade, which mm-hmm. was your your behavior in class. So, right. one was great that you were quiet. Five, you were a rowdy son of a bitch. So I literally, I would always get good grades, like, you know, B, B plus, A minus. But then my citizenship grade was like a five. Like, so I was just like, I did well academically, but then I was just kind of a terror in the class. And I remember you would go, see, I got lucky because, you know, all of my brothers and sisters were all grown up out the door. So my parents never knew when my report cards came, never knew any of that stuff. I'd grab them in the mail. They right. would never see them. Whereas when everybody else was going, my sister would do really well. So she'd start waving it around. Then my mom knew everybody else had their report cards. But when I went, nobody else had theirs. And I just remember my mom was, you know, how when you get in trouble at school, somebody says, you know, the teacher says, you want me to call your mom or your dad? And I would always have them call her because she was always the more lenient one. Like right. she always got it. And I just remember I got suspended once from school and I was out for like three days. My mom knew. We told my dad that I was on vacation. Meanwhile, nobody else in the court, <laughs> there were 80 kids that went to school with me. Right. They were all gone. Like they're not even around. And my dad's no idea that I've been suspended for three days, but you were the one who covered for me, which was kind of funny. I think the mothers usually do. They yeah. cover for their kids, whoever they are. The dads are working. They're busy. They leave everything to the mother. Was Gary a good kid growing up, or was he was he a tough kid to, to raise? No, he was super good. Yeah? I have, in all truthfulness, he was mm-hmm. quiet. He never gave me a bit of trouble, except he did. I think he was in high school. I don't even know if he remembers this. And I would give him money for lunches and stuff. He walked in. He said, I need some money. And I said, why? And he said, well, I spent it. I said, on what? He said, lunch, and then I borrowed my friends some. And and I looked at him and I said, is this for drugs? And he started laughing. <laughs> and he said, yeah, it's for drugs. <laughs> and so he aggravated me so bad, I don't, he had a pair of sunglasses on. I smacked him right off his head and I said, you go outside, and when you're ready to come in and be truthful, I'll be here. Wasn't coming in, wasn't coming in. Finally came in, apologized. But he wasn't sorry. I could tell on his face. And uh, I said, okay, fine. I said, don't let this happen again. Okay. He goes to the phone. 
I said, who are you calling? He said, my dealer. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Gary. <laughs> that was it. I yeah. thought I'd have, I, I thought I was going to kill him by then. You know, I thought I'd solve the problem, but evidently not. Right, because my dad worked like uh, uh, the afternoon shift at Chrysler, so he was gone from like three to midnight. Mm-hmm. So it was just me and my mom, really, at that point, because you worked a regular day job from like nine to five. So it was just us. But it was always funny just watching because... Little House on the Prairie, <laughs> holding hands, sharing yogurt. Well, yo yo was great because so in the summer, my dad would be gone from three o'clock on. My mom wouldn't get home until five. So everybody in the neighborhood knew, hey, Gary's house was the place to be between three and five. 5.15 or so, because that's when my mom got home. So what we would do is, you know, b- during those two-hour, 20 minutes, we would turn the air conditioning on. We would be jumping off the roof into the pool. The house would be a complete shit show. And then at, like, 5 to 5, we'd be like, guys, let's start wrapping it up. I'd turn the air conditioning off, open up the doors. Like, it, you know, we hadn't used it all day. Right. And I just remember there was a time where you pulled in at, like, 4.30, and it literally just looked like Woodstock, like people jumping <laughs> off the roof into the pool. The air conditioning was on because they didn't even have the air conditioning on for them. Like they, it was just you just didn't have it on. And you know, I was cooling down all my friends. <laughs> now, how, how is Gary with the ladies? Uh <laughs> that's about right. No, yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that look you just gave me. You get it. You could be honest. I don't. I don't remember him having That's right. any girlfriends. That's right, yeah. yeah. Did, was there a point where you were a little concerned uh, about- I was very concerned. A lifestyle you would have to be very, supportive of? Very concerned. Yes. Yes, yes. I, I truly was. And then when he moved out, or when he came into the house, the one day said, uh, now mind you, he went to school, graduated the journalism d- degree. Mm-hmm. That That didn't last long. So he walked in the house and he said, I have something to tell you. I said, yes. He said, I want to be a comedian. That was the funniest line I ever heard from him. I was rolling on the floor. (laughs) I said, you're not even funny. (laughs) And he said, well, I can learn. I said, Gary, either you have it or you don't. Very supportive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No way did I believe that he was serious. And how old was he when he told you this? Oh, God. It was after college, right? Yeah, well, yeah, probably. 23, 24? Yeah. And he said, I'm moving to California. Well, that was another biggie, you know, I said. Nope, he, let me get the checkbook. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> 10 that, grand, that's, actually five, okay. That's when the check started going out, when yeah. he moved in with the other son. So. Well, because here, here, here's what's interesting. I When I graduated from college, yeah. I, I graduated with a journalism degree, and not only at the time I graduated, people couldn't find jobs, you couldn't find a job in your field. I mean, that was, I mean, you had two strikes. So when I graduated pretty quickly, out of school, I had a job and working for a newspaper, which was completely unheard of. Mm-hmm. I was making like 8 $9 an hour, and I remember the, the newspaper was probably like an hour away from where we lived. Um, and it's funny because now you live closer to the newspaper, which I, I think is gone. But um, I was working for a company called The Spinal Column. This this like a weekly newspaper. And the, the very first day I went in, huge snowstorm in Michigan. This was in January. Drove out there the first night they assigned me to, to cover a city council meeting. So I had to, and it wasn't like my other newspaper that I worked at in college where I could just rip off the story from the local paper and use it for the college paper. I had to actually be there. It just went on forever and forever and forever. I went home, came back the next day, worked the next day at the spinal column. And then I think it was that Wednesday, I woke up and I was like, 
I'm done. I'm, this is just not for me. This is bullshit. And I remember calling up my boss, the editor of the paper, and he's like, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm sure I want to do this. And I remember dad saying, wow, are you really, why would you be leaving? Like, you, you have no job. This is in your field. This is what you mm -hmm. went to school for. And it was just crazy. I thought for sure that he was going to stick with the journalism. He even interned at CNN. And uh, I was so proud. I thought, mm -hmm. oh, God. And then he, he tells me this, I want to be a comedian. And then I, before I could even move or trying to save money, I took a job as a, as a temp doing accounting work for like two, three years just to build up my bank account. So I was doing accounts receivable for this company. And I was just so, you know, it was funny because in order to balance the books at the end of the week, I didn't know how to do it. So what I would do is just completely fudge all the, the, the Jesus, numbers. Jesus, Gary. <laughs> my God. Was it a pretty the... picture? <laughs> And then after I quit, they were trying to get in touch with me because the books were so scary. <laughs> Gary, that's awful. <laughs> Jesus. I think that's how I learned the shadiness of they, me. They even the called cup. me looking for him. Yeah, I think they did because I, I was Don't know to, him. Do not know him. I was using a calling card that they had just to make calls because at the time, like, long distance was expensive. Yeah. So they had an AT&T corporate card that I was using and one you, of the numbers you was hers. You ruined a You drove a company <laughs> into the ground, basically, is what you well, did. Well, they got it fixed, but it took a few years. Yeah. Good lord. <laughs> now, when was the first time you saw Gary perform and you thought, oh. Vegas. No, it, In was, Vegas? it was Mark Ridley's. Oh. But oh, I did that open mic when Dad got to see oh. him. okay. And then with okay. Dave Coulier. I also worked with Dave Coulier. Yes, yes. Yeah. And did you, and, and that initial, the first time, did you think, oh, he's got something? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let me put it this way. I thought he was funny, but... He really wasn't on that long to make any kind of serious right. determination. So I thought, well, he's got potential. Oh, yeah, maybe, there you go. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I, maybe, I, maybe I do remember gold. that time that I closed with a street joke. The joke was uh, I went out on a date with some girl. Uh, I found out she was like a guy. <laughs> like, it was like, <laughs> and I, so I went on a golf date and I said, uh, it didn't bother me that she was a guy. What bothered me is that she was golfing from the women's tees. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember I closed with that joke. Oh my God. That's about right. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. Now, how do you feel coming out here to California and then you get to see Gary's world now, how far he's come and how great he's doing? How, how, what are your thoughts when you see? I tell you what, I am so proud of yeah. Gary. I get very emotional, so I, I don't want to speak too much. I'm so proud of how far he's come. Mm -hmm. And uh, just everything he does, uh, not only professionally, but personally, um, Gary's so very good to me that right. it's unbelievable. I mean, he's at really my beck and call. You know, do you want a coffee, Mom? I'll get you one. Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, anything you want to do. Uh, He's just fantastic. Uh, you know, I, I hate to say that because he's my son, and I know people say, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. But it's the truth. He's mm -hmm. a really good guy. Yeah. He it's, really is. It's also, and what is, it, what is it like to come home and then see him wearing your clothes? <laughs> now, that part I'm not crazy about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when she gets back to Michigan, she's like, I'm almost certain that I brought more underwear with me. <laughs> One pair for the full week? I don't understand. That's, that's why I keep a lock on my suitcase. <laughs> you have to. Yeah. I've got to ask you this question because 
we've toured together. You've come to some shows. And last time I was in Detroit, <clears throat> excuse me, we were performing with the Sullivan and Son. Speaking of Sullivan Son, you had heard something on, you watched Jeopardy. And what had happened? Oh, um, there was a question that they asked. Well, uh, yeah, on Jeopardy. And first time I'd ever seen this. They showed a picture of Christine Ebersol. Right. And they said, uh, I forget exactly what the question was, but they said she appeared on Sullivan and Son. We made it on Jeopardy. Look at that. That's a pretty I big I can't deal. wait to tell my dad that because my dad watches Jeopardy all the time. And Oh, I love that show. And when I saw her picture, I thought, oh, my God. None of the contestants knew, though. <laughs> you don't have to put that part in. You don't I'm have to so, mention that I'm part. I'm sorry. I wanted to Did be Did Gary true, make you say that? No. Is he kicking no, under the table? No. no. Uh-uh. Now, I got to ask you this question. So we... We go to Detroit. We perform at the Comedy Castle. Great club. Uh, we're having fun. Gary opens the show. As usual, does a great job. And he has a joke in his act about losing his virginity. Oh, that's right. The yeah. joke is, I lost my virginity in my parents' bedroom. It was the only place my mom felt comfortable. Uh, Don't moan. You'll sound like her. Okay. Now, now, can I ask you, how does... <laughs> now, you're there with your friends. You're there to see the show. You're having a good time. How does that make you feel when your son is talking about banging you? Well, I tell you what, it, it wasn't a good idea to bring that joke up. But if he had, <laughs> if he had been, tr- if he had been truthful about it, right. then it would have been a different story, <laughs> because that took place. In his room. Hello! <laughs> there it is. There she is. Zinging. I get it. Wow. Oh, my God. It's bad. <laughs> I did not expect that I'm sorry. at all. I'm sorry. No, you shouldn't be. That was great. That was very funny. <laughs> It was in his room. Wow. Now, how, how do you, now do you? By enjoy, the way, by the yeah. way, let me just say this: when 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 she first met you, yeah. it, was, it was in Columbus. She met you, and don't you remember you were just shitting on me over? And my mom's like, "Who's this asshole?" <laughs> no, no, I remember meeting you guys in a restaurant. Gary and I came to the restaurant. That's right. Okay, yep. at the steakhouse. And I sat on on the chair there, and you all were just. Banging on shit on there, yeah. <laughs> and I was getting a little angry, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> and so I got up from the table. I guess all of you were ready to leave, and you particularly came up to me and said, "You know, we're just kidding around." You could tell that I was really angry, <laughs> and. I felt a hundred percent better then. I thought all you guys hated him. <laughs> well, <laughs> define no. hate. No, I mean Gary. I will say Gary is relentless with us. It is nonstop. Uh, there are times where, even the past two weeks, I think I was like Gary. Yes. Can we just have a normal? Yes. Then he brings cupcakes. He's a sweet guy. He's great again, and he's got he's got such a great nature. But that's also, I'm sure, in a large part due to. Uh, you being such a great mom. He turns on a dime. You just yeah. don't know what he's going to say or what well, he's going to do. Well, that's the thing with Steve. You could tell <laughs> You could tell when Steve's fed up. He's just like, okay, that's a, you know what I mean? Low ticket sales, low ticket sales, <laughs> low ticket sales, low ticket sales. Every waking minute of just, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. He did a lot of shows with Ralphie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got to know Ralphie really, really well. Right. And Mitch. And Mitch. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch Fatale. Fatale. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but 
my best performances I see is with you. Yeah. And I say that because at least I have a seat when he's with you. <laughs> my God. Did he make you say that? Did he make you say that? My God. It's awful. Ralphie shows I have to stay backstage. It's never an empty seat. But I enjoy Plenty of seats available when you come see me, right? I get it. Yeah. Okay. My God. Hey, you want to give you want to give out the prize this week? Because we got to make sure we do. This. Oh my God, that was so. You sold that just Christ. dead on. I really was shocked at how. That <laughs> was great. Hey, by the way, by the way, she uh, she was also at the Columbus Funny, but we were talking about this last night when Josh Moorhead did that uh, guest oh. set, and, and, and she he just, just died. Hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt so bad for that young man. That yeah. I I, w- I would have went up there and did a little dance or something. He, he could, was he was get dying the pretty bad. Off his case. And somebody heckled yeah. him. Somebody said, "When's the joke's gonna start?" And then I just and then and then what's worse is when it was just like because I remember him getting off stage. I said, "If you guys have twelve minutes to live, hire Josh to come to your bedside. It'll be the <laughs> longest twelve minutes." And he was like, it, "It was it was pretty bad." That's one of yeah. the worst bombings I've ever seen. It was it was a great guy, really nice super guy, nice guy. But, but it was just, and and he didn't realize that the light was gonna be on there, and it was just like all just crazy. I felt bad. Yeah. I felt bad for him because he came out. He said, uh, "I'm going to tell you something funny." And some guy from the audience said, "It's about time." He said, "We've been waiting for something funny." I'd never heard anybody shout out from the audience. It was, that was Gary. <laughs> probably was. Yeah, probably was. Yeah. Uh, let's do our. Uh, by the way, you sold the. My mom and I've been prepping the last couple of days. <laughs> Jesus, Gary. I mean, that was really good. I'm not gonna lie. Hats off to you. Holy smokes. Uh, you know what? It's the holiday season, Mom. So uh, one of our new sponsors is uh, Honeywell Hams. They oh, also do turkeys good. and uh, just so many great things, a lot of fixings. And we thought in the spirit of the holidays, tomorrow's Thanksgiving, uh, let's do a, a $250 gift card to the fine folks of uh, Honeywell Baked Ham. And they will also ship that. includes free shipping. And, uh, Mom, what color do you want to do? Um, five. Five? And five. What, do they, what do they need uh, to do when they call in? Uh, they have to say the phrase that pays. Yep. Caller <laughs> five, right. phrase that pays. That's a good, good gift, right? Gentleman's dojo, people. <laughs> <laughs> D-O. By the way, I'm taking my mom to, uh, where you want to go to uh, Venice Beach later? Yeah. 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 Um, well, we went to Venice Beach last time I was here, and uh, so many homeless people there. Oh, my Lord, it's sad. But I got to see some of the crew from Sullivan and Son. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> guys. What the fuck, Gary? <laughs> Good Thank you, God, Bob, for taking dude. that softball. My God. <laughs> Any more? Any more? Are we done? With the, Jesus we might be Christ. <laughs> Holy shit, guys. This will I mean, be the last time you have me on here, I can tell. No, I love it. I Honestly, you are... A hundred times funnier than your son. <laughs> that is it for us. Don't forget, Steve will be at the San Jose Improv this weekend. Without me, unfortunately. San Jose Improv, St. Louis Funny Bone, Houston Mystic Improv. Lake Casino, Houston Improv, New Year's Eve, Pittsburgh Improv, and of course, Gary and I will be in Chicago. Yeah. Come on out for the taping, Saturday, February 6th. We cannot thank our lovely guest yeah. enough thank for coming you, in here tonight. Thank you so much for inviting me. I had a great time. Insulting me. <laughs> and the cast of Sullivan said, uh, Gary, where can they find you? Uh, Canon Comedy. There you go. <laughs> Do you find that a little insulting that it's at Canon Comedy as well? Yeah. 
A little. <laughs> uh, everything I have is Steve Byrne Live. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. To every- you want to wish everybody? Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. <laughs>